Hello, everyone, and welcome to Devotional Life. This is Paul. And this is Jeannie. Thanks for joining us again. Yes, thank you for joining us on our walk of faith. As a matter of fact, every believer is on a walk of faith. The Bible says the just shall live by faith. This is all a journey of faith, and we're dealing with the Hall of Faith, which comes from... Hebrews 11. Hebrews chapter 11. And right now we're, we're like taking a walk uh, along with or in the life of Abram and Sarai, who are on their way to becoming Abraham and Sarah. And so where are we now, Jeannie? Just as a quick recap, the Lord had called out and spoke to Abram about leaving and that he was going to give him this promise of this inheritance, hmm. which included land and for his ancestors, which he didn't have any children. So in that promise was the fact that he was going to have a child. So um, that was several years ago. And last time we talked about um, on their journey, they were living like a foreigner, that uh, they had to live in tents, pack it up, move. Uh, the Lord showed them Canaan, where they were going to have their inheritance, but it was occupied still by some very evil people. And so it wasn't time for him to actually move in and settle down or for Sarah to get her own kitchen yet. So, uh, <laughs> But he and, was told that his descendants... Right, right. Yeah. And so we had mentioned last time that um, while they were there, that there became a famine. And so uh, in a panic, they decided to go to Egypt to get some food. And in there, they got in trouble and brought back with them uh, a maidservant for Sarah. And so that's where we're going to pick it up. Because now um, in Hebrews 11, 11, it says it was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Mm -hmm. Though she was barren and was too old, she believed that God would keep his promise. Again, this, these are in chapter 11, the highlights of those moments <laughs> when the faith was pure and they trusted God for his word. And uh, the Lord says, okay, I got it. <laughs> you know? And we can have those moments too where we can trust God but as we're going to see in looking in Genesis on their journey, hmm, did there was you, some faltering. There was some faltering yeah. in, uh, around that faith that she showed the Lord. With Just like waiting. all of us. Just like all of us. So um, Genesis chapter 19, uh, uh, no, chapter 16 says, Now Sarai, Abraham's wife, had borne him no children. And she had an Egyptian maidservant whose name was Hagar. So Sarai said to Abram, See now, the Lord has restrained me. She's blaming God, even though he mm. promised to let her have a child. Right? Yeah. Has restrained me from bearing children. Please go to my maid. Perhaps I shall obtain children by her. So she was suggesting to Abram to use her maid as right. a surrogate. Is that right. the right yeah. word? <laughs> Which... It's common now when someone can't have children, they will have a surrogate mom. and um, By test tube. Yes, by test tube <laughs> or whatever. So, but this was common back then, and um, it was, shows you her desperation. Yeah. I mean, at this point, when she suggests this, it's been um, 11 years since they left, and she's like waiting, 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 and she can't get pregnant. So then yeah. what'd she do? Comes up she with the comes backup up with plan. her own plan, yeah. Backup plan. Right. 
which I was thinking about, and I'm sure you were too, that what do we do while we're waiting on God to fulfill His promise to us? You know, do we give in to fear and panic and say, well, I think the Lord needs my help? And maybe He didn't mean that He was going to do it. Maybe He meant, you know, God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> which is not in the Bible. Which is not in the Bible. So she came up with this plan. And the big deal is, is that Abram must have loved his wife, and he saw that she was in agony. And he had And she heard, must have seen that he was stressful as well. Yeah, that they both were. Both waiting on the promise of God. Both yes. waiting. And Knowing so, that his descendants, which he's got none, yes. uh, would inherit the land and all these promises that God had given to, to uh, Abram. And now they're just like watching the uh, proverbial sand fall through, you know, the hourglass. And they're getting old. They're in their 80s already by now. Yeah. And um, if you see the movie, His Only Son, they have a really good interaction with her really begging Abram to do this because, you know, what if, it, in her good sense, she was like, well, what if God meant that the, it's going to come from you, but not me? Yeah. It's your seed. And so anyway, this is what we do when we try to justify trying to, stop waiting and maybe we're supposed to you know come up with our own plans yeah. so she came up with their own plan but Abram listened to her he did you know he listened to her before when they they went on that little um, trip to Egypt which they shouldn't have yeah. and now he's listening to her again just like Adam listened to Eve uh oh, uh -oh what's that mean <laughs> that means you guys have to be responsible to take whatever your That's wife suggests right. and, and pray about it and be the leader and us wives have to know that we can be women of influence yeah. because our husbands want us to be happy yeah. and they want to please us. So we have to be careful of what we yeah. suggest what's, to the men. What's that old saying? The, the man may be the, the head, but the woman is the neck that turns the head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we both have such a responsibility. We do. A lot of responsibility. To watch out for each other. Yeah. So uh, for those of you who judge Abraham right now, just see how many times did you get in trouble when you listened to somebody you shouldn't have been listening to. Yeah, but it's, I, think, I think part of this here is, and part of even the testing of their faith, or maybe I shouldn't put it in terms of testing, even though it did test them, it was a maturing or a growing up in their faith, as we all have to do. But, but I liked the question that you posed, what do you do? When you're waiting for God to provide for you in some fashion or to respond and answer a prayer that you have, what do you do? Mm -hmm. You give up or do you make your own plan, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's really important to ask ourselves because in that moment of panic, <laughs> we can get ourselves in trouble, which is sure exactly can. what happened to them. Again, yes. the Egypt fiasco and now Abram gives into it and then... Once he gives into it, Hagar gets pregnant, and Sarai and Hagar, uh, Hagar is like all haughty because oh, I'm, I've got the baby I'm and you couldn't one, get the baby, yeah, you know. Sure. And so there's this jealousy between them, and, yeah. and um, Sarah gets, you know, where she starts because it's still her servant. And Abram tells her, do what you want with her, you know, because she's complaining yeah. to her husband about it. She's right. looking at me weird, you know, and whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And he says, well, she's your servant. Do whatever you want. And so yeah, He kind of cops out. He does thing, cop out again. He? I know he's our hero right. of faith, but right. we get to see behind the scenes their humanness, you know. Yeah. 
And uh, I'm, I'm sure along the way, just like us, when we blow it, the Holy Spirit convicts us and then we repent and then we make better choices the next time. And I'm sure that's what happened to Abram. But our life is not written down in <laughs> black and white like the that's Bible good. where we get to see all the flaws. Well, I like what you just said again. You said, we blow it, we repent, mm -hmm. and then we get back on the horse, so to right. speak. Right. And then we also see that when we blow it and repent, that even though there's a price to pay with consequences, God is such a redeemer that oh, he, absolutely. Can, he can and make use yeah. of any of our messes. Yes. And not, not as an encouragement to blow it, but no. God always knew you were going to blow it. <laughs> and he's made provision for our, you know, he knows that we're made out of dust. Right. And so then the scripture goes on to give a little insight with Hagar. She's, she runs off crying because Sarah's not is being mean to her. She's under this tree and crying, and the, the Lord comes and visits, yeah. speaks to her very kindly, yes. and tells her, you're going to have a boy, and I'm going to make a nation out of him, too. Yeah. You're going to name him Ishmael. Go yeah. back to Sarah and submit yourself to her. Yeah, I think, if I'm not mistaken, pretty sure on this one, that God, when he speaks to her, it he is called the God who sees that's what she called him. Yeah. Ah, okay. Isn't that great yes. for each one of us? Because sometimes we feel alone and we're, you know, we're left out in the cold and nothing happened. And hey, God's with you. God sees. We're running out of time. We got to pray. Already? Yeah. Oh, we're not very far yet. Okay. Thank you, Father, for loving us. Thank you for this devotional time. I pray you'd bless the hearers, Lord, as we all continue on this walk of faith. For we pray these things in Jesus' wonderful name. And everyone says... Amen. Amen. God bless you. See